Welcome to Something Different from Oyutara, where we give you something different for your learning day. You may be aware of a famous poem that goes in part, This is the cow with the crumpled horn that tossed the dog, that worried the cat, that killed the rat, that ate the malt, that lay in the house that Jack built. This, of course, is a nursery rhyme, but it's also an example of a cumulative tale in which action or dialogue is repeated and built upon as the story progresses. Other famous examples include Chicken Little, There Was an Old Woman Who Swallowed a Fly, and Lahavdil, Chad Gad Ya. Why should the Seder, one of our holiest traditions, end with something that so strongly resembles a children's song? To address this question, here's Shira Smiles with an excerpt from a shear on OU holidays entitled Goats Goading. Chadgadja literally means Chad Echad, one Gadja Zagdi, one goat. And it's a song that's found in Aramaic, just like the Haggadah begins in Aramaic, Halach Ma'anya. It closes in Aramaic with Chadgadja. And it's very familiar to all of us. We'll just take a peek in 1A and 1B. One kid, one kid that my father bought for two Zuzim. Along came a cat and ate the kid that my father bought for two Zuzim. Along came a dog and bit the cat that ate the kid that my father bought for two Zuzim. And then different subsequent things happened. We'll go to the last stanza. Then came the Holy One, blessed be he, who killed the angel of death, who killed the slaughter, who slaughtered the ox, that drank the water, that extinguished the fire, that burnt the stick, that hit the dog, that bit the cat, that ate the kid, that my father bought for two Zuzim. Chadgadja, Chadgadja. Piyudzeh. It is an enigma. What are we supposed to learn? What is the point of this story? It seems to be about this kid who got eaten by a cat and then the dog bit the cat and then the stick hit the dog and then the fire put out the stick and the water put out the fire. I'm like, what is going on here? And once we understand what this whole period is about, we have a much bigger question of what does it have to do with Yitzhak Mitzrayim? And particularly, what does it have to do with Agadah Shalpesach, that this is the climax, this is the end. It would make more sense then with, you know, Echad Vashamayim Vaharetz, we know Echad Elokadosh Vashamayim Vaharetz, that Hashem is the God in heaven and earth. Night of Amuna, it ends on that. So he brings here, Vinei Avshel Fum, Rihita Lo it seems to be like a child song. We should know that it comes from a very, very deep place. It's a very, um, there's a very early source to say this. And the Marbel Saper brings down that this Piot and Echad Miyodea were found on a cloth, on a parchment in the Beit Medrash of the Rokeach in Worms. So we're going back to the period of the Rishonim already. And um, so it has a very ancient source to this. And, and again, the question is, what is this all about? So there is a famous idea of the Tashbates in source number three, where he says there have been many different explanations given for Chagadjo. What's the Gedi? What's the cat? What's the dog, etc. And he says, perhaps... The reason why it's found at the end of the Seder is the whole idea of the Seder night is not just to end. Goodbye, the Seder is over. We think the more you speak about it, the better off you are. It's in the Seder itself. Now, once the Seder's over, you go to sleep, you know, kick up your feet, shirim, whatever it may be. The Cholomar sat there throughout the entire night, right? 
the Chachamim worked the entire night until Hashavel Tamidayim and said, you know, Giyazman Kriyat Shachrim. So how do we encourage people to be talking about the night of Seder, night of Yitzhak Mitzrayim when Seder is over? We have a peel like Chagadja and you start talking about what does this have to do? What, what does this mean? What does that mean? And then you bring all these different interpretations and you discuss it back and forth and that creates a longevity of the Seder night. And hence, this is the point being such a mysterious understanding. A little bit different is Rav Yaakov Emden, who points out in source number four, that after the Seder night, and you've had, you know, you've done it beautifully, you've worked so hard, and here, the beautiful Seder, person may come to a level of gaiva, may come to a level of uh, haughtiness, you know, sarabimaito, here I am, beautiful family, beautiful dishes, you may come to that, that, that feeling, and therefore, we end off reminding a person, you know what, there's Malach in this world, there's a Gersh Baruch in this world, don't, don't, don't have such holiness. And this is just like the final reminder, like put things into perspective. Uh, an, one final idea before we get to uh, our structure and our study of Mirza Shem today is a very famous idea also, and that's why I'm bringing these ideas of the Ben Ishchai. The Ben Ishchai points out that if you take a look at this Pismon, You'll know that the, you'll have the following question. It would seem that the cat was wrong in uh, eating the kid. And therefore, the, the dog was right in biting the cat. And therefore, the stick was wrong um, by hitting the dog. And if you would follow that, one was right, one was wrong, one was right, it will come out that the Malach was right. And Agarish Baruch was wrong. Well, that can't be. So how do we understand that? So he says, obviously, the cat was wrong in, hitting, in eating the, the, the goat. However, who told the dog that they have a right to go and stick up for the goat? What right does the dog have to get involved in an argument that's not even his? So the dog isn't right. And if the dog isn't right, so then you have a whole different... Uh, you know, back and forth, and then Malach is wrong, Gersh Baruch is right. What does this have to do with Yitzhak Mitzrayim? The Gamkan and the asterisks in five. He legabe paro Mitzrayim, ki emes Yisrael heim zvichim lishtabein, mikoach zeirato yitbarach. Of course, Klai Yisrael had to be in Egypt, aval heima lahem likanes atzmam. But who said that Paro was supposed to come in and step in to take care of the Jews. Okay, so the Jews had to be punished. But does that give Pyro the right to come in? And this is what it has to do with the Lala Seder, is that sometimes there's things that have to happen, but do you need to sign yourself up to be that Shaliyah? Like what you just heard? Hear the rest of that Shear and much more on OUTorah.org or by using the OUTorah app for iOS and Android.